Hello fellow Time Lords, Kryptonians, Wizards, Witches and Geeks. Welcome to my first podcast, you could call it. Um, so yeah, I'm basically recording this because I feel really productive at... It's nearly six in the morning, I haven't been asleep yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically let's do this thing. So I'm just going to talk about Doctor Who for about 20 minutes. <laughs> So let's get into it. Also, I bought a mic to be able to do this. And then I realised I'm recording on my iPad. And my iPad doesn't have an aux cord. And I'm still really old-fashioned, if you could say that. So yeah, I don't have any Bluetooth things or wireless headphones or anything. So if the sound is a bit bad, I'm sorry about it. But it'll be right. So I'm basically just going to interview myself, which is going to be a little bit awkward, but stay with it, please. <laughs> um, so the first question I had written down was, why Doctor Who? And to that I answer, why not? <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, Doctor Who, actually, is my first ever memory as a human being, which is crazy to think about. So I'm just going to get a little bit into this memory. So basically, this happened back in 2005 when I was four years old and it was one of those situations where it was right place, right time, I guess. So I I don't know where my mum was at this point. Like I don't know if my memory's just like, just focused on Doctor Who that it just like put my mum out of the picture. Um, but I had all the TV remote and I was flicking through the channels and I saw the red and blue of the opening titles to the first episode back of Doctor Who, like, of the modern era, which, like, is just a crazy coincidence. Like, (laughs) I am so lucky to have stumbled upon, like, that. And obviously, as a four-year-old, seeing them colours, I was like, oh, my girl, like, obviously. (laughs) And then I don't know if it was just, like, I thought that I shouldn't be watching this because... If any of you have seen the first episode of Doctor Who, it is terrifying, like, (laughs) with the Autons. And I thought, like, I was doing something wrong by watching it because it was... I was scared of it, and I'm like, if my mum catches me watching this, she's not going to ever let me watch it again, so let's watch it even more, basically. Obviously, I don't think that would have happened because Doctor Who is a family-friendly TV show, and I don't know if it was just me being like weird or something (laughs) as a four-year-old but that was my first ever memory and I was just I was hooked from there on out and I remember the I think it was either I think it was the Christmas after when David Tennant was the doctor um I got my first piece of Doctor Who merch and any of you guys who have been Whovians since 2005 know like that was the height of Doctor Who merch and of course it was a sonic screwdriver (laughs) um and I also remember this it was like a sonic screwdriver and it had the psychic paper with it and it had UV reactive ink I think it was like do you know like the invisible ink that you get and you shine a light on it and it reveals and I thought it was the coolest thing ever and then I, I used to use it that much that the pen actually ran out of ink. Like, <laughs> that was a sad day for me. And, like, I'm so sad because I 
don't think I have that. Like, I wish I still did, but I, I honestly, I don't think I have that in my collection anymore. Which is a little bit sad, but like, it's a memory I will always have. Like, when I say, like, that era was the height of Doctor Who, like, they even had canned spaghetti that was in the shape of Daleks and Cybermen. And, like, it was just, like, living my best Whovian life back then. I still am. I'm still living my best Whovian life, but nothing will ever beat those days. Another height of Doctor Who was the 50th anniversary special. Like, that was a time to be alive for any Whovian. Honestly, I have never been as proud to be a Whovian or just to be anything in general than that moment. That moment of me sitting down, I didn't go watch it in cinemas or anything, which I really wish I had done now, but I stayed at home, watched it, and yeah, I was just so proud, like, all the history of all the classics, and like, for those of you who don't know, Matt Smith's my favourite Doctor, but David Tennant is probably a close second, so having, like, those two Doctors in the same episode... Obviously, with the incredible John Hurt as well. It was just, like, it is my favourite episode to this day. And I still get goosebumps watching it. And, yeah, I could talk about the 50th anniversary forever. It was the first time I'd felt a sense of community. Like, I didn't really have any friends, to be fair, that liked Doctor Who. But I just remember, like, even my mum wanted to watch it because she used to watch it growing up. She used to be terrified of it growing up, but <laughs> she she wanted to watch it. My stepdad wanted to watch it. I remember all my friends wanting to watch it, like, and their parents wanting to watch it because Doctor Who is, like, it's a part of British culture, whether you like it or not. And it's paved the way for so many great things and... Yeah, that was the first time I felt a sense of community and, like, a sense of belonging, really. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm incredibly proud of the 50th. Like, I know I had nothing to do with it. I didn't write it. I didn't make it. I was just a fan. I was, like, I think I was 12 years old when it came on it with the 50th, which is weird because I can remember it like it was yesterday. But, yeah, I just... I'm so proud. Like, I was so proud to be a Whovian. I still am, but back then it was just on a different level. Like, I have always been proud to be a Doctor Who fan, and I can remember getting teased by like about it because, like, even back then, even though I was surrounded by other kids, they always thought it was nerdy and stuff, and that was back before, like, being a geek was cool. <laughs> um, so, but I, I never took it too hard and like I always used to go with my Doctor Who pencil case and my Doctor Who backpack and like Doctor Who has literally been my best friend since basically essentially day one honestly it's just always been there for me and that's why I will always be grateful for the TV show but don't feel too sorry for me because jump ahead a few years and I mean quite a few years because everyone always said oh by the time you reach 13 you'll be growing out of it and like I'll be like no I won't and they'll be like yeah you will <laughs> and then here I am I'm how old am I am I I can't even I'm 21 I think I can't even remember how old I am jeez um I'm 21 and I am still obsessed 
with Doctor Who since day one. But I just wanted to like add in that you shouldn't feel too sorry for me because in about, I think it was like 2015, I went to my first Comic-Con and that changed my social life forever. It was literally the first time I didn't feel alone in something I loved. It was the first time I realised being geeky is cool and it's not only cool, it's it's like amazing and like finding your group of people is like one of the best feelings on the planet because like my brothers and sisters and my mom and stuff they never really understood like how I could be so obsessed with a tv show and the like the second I got off the bus outside the convention hall I saw all the cosplayers I saw a load of Doctor Who cosplayers, and this was just a local con at the time, and I realised, like, I'm not alone. Like, I know that sounds really cringy and a little bit sad, but it is true, it's how I felt. This was also the first time I saw the TARDIS. Like, it wasn't an official prop or anything, it was what someone had made, but it was the first time I saw one, and I just lost my mind. Like, the TARDIS was literally the first thing I saw as a human being that I can remember. And, like, I saw it there in person and I just lost my mind. I was like, oh, my days. I cannot believe that it's the TARDIS. Like, for me, the TARDIS is a character in Doctor Who and I don't care what anyone says. And that was only my first freak out of the day. <laughs> um, so later on that day, I went to go meet Colin Baker. That's right, Colin Baker was the first Doctor Who actor. He was the first actor in general that I'd met. And I'll tell you now, if you are worried about making friends at a con, you will always find your crew in the line to an actor that you want to go see like it happens every time I always make friends in the lines of the cues of the actors I want to meet unless I'm already standing with friends like, it's just the whole thing and it was just like I was like oh my god it's Colin Baker oh my god it's Colin Baker and like <laughs> it was like we were having a heat wave and I had face paint on like I don't know why I decided to go with face paint but I did and I was sweating, and my face paint was running off my face, and it was just <laughs> just a whole situation, but, like, it, I will never forget that con. It was, honestly, it was the first time, it was a lot of firsts at that con, honestly, and I'm so glad I decided to go to it, because I have met so many incredible people through going to cons. Cosplaying is now not only a hobby, but it's something that like motivates me on social media and it motivates me to be creative and you probably wouldn't have this podcast if it wasn't for cosplay Doctor Who and that lot so you're welcome <laughs> anyway back to Doctor Who um so a year later like there's something you need to know about me like I used to collect the Doctor Who magazine from like I can't even remember like from David Tennant's era and they always used to have an advertisement in the back for the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff. And I knew my mum and my stepdad would never let me go. I just knew, but I was like, 
one day I was looking at it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask them anyway because the worst that can happen is say no, which they're probably going to do. And to my surprise, they said yes. And yeah, I just like had a... I literally remember going up in my room and crying for about, I'd say probably about half an hour. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was just so happy. So off we went to Cardiff. So we got off a nine hour coach ride. That's right, nine hour coach ride to Cardiff. It was brutal, <laughs> but I knew what was waiting for me on the other side. Um, so yeah, we went to the Doctor Who experience. And first of all, Cardiff Bay, it, as you know, is the home to Torchwood. And the second I walked, there was like a corner of a street. I don't know which street it was, but you could see like the Bay Area. And that was the first time I lost my mind of <laughs> that trip. My mum was like, what are you gasping at? And I'm like, it's the Torchwood set. <laughs> and then I saw it. I saw the Doctor Who experience. And I tell you, like, I have never walked as fast in my life. I was like, mum, hurry up. Like, <laughs> I love my mum, but she's really slow at walking. I was like, mother, hurry up. <laughs> like, the whole way through, I was like, honestly... This I was like I was a full grown teenager at this point and I was I was like my childhood just returned to me at that point. Um and we went in and for those of you who don't know, the Doctor Who experience actually had like an interactive bit at the beginning, which I didn't know, I thought it was just a museum. Um and we got to fly the TARDIS, we got to visit Scarrow, we got to go on Gallifrey. It was literally like being in an episode of Doctor Who. And like, this is going to sound so cringy, but I honestly thought I was dreaming. Like, I was like, this, there's no way this is happening. Like, there's no way I am here right now. And then we went in to the main bit, like the museum bit, and seeing all the sets and the props that they actually used. It wasn't a prop that someone had made. And I was just like, I'm home. Like, I, I genuinely felt... This is going to sound weird, but I felt, like, at peace. And I felt like I was home. And I will never, ever, ever forget that day. Like, like I used to get homesick a lot. Like, even when I was at home. <laughs> like, this is going to sound so weird. And I know I've said that so many times in this episode. But... Like, being in Cardiff in general was the first time I'd been on a trip away from home. Even though my mum was with me, like, I, I just didn't feel homesick at all. And that was the first time in my life that that happened. Because, like, like I said, even when I was at home, surrounded by my family, I used to sometimes get that feeling of being homesick. And I know you guys are thinking well, that's just weird, like, that's just you feeling sick, it's not homesick, but I used to get the feeling quite often, like, even when I wasn't at home, so, like, it was just a surreal experience that I would love for it to be open still, so people could still go and experience it, because, like, the day it announced that that was closing, it 
broke my heart and I know I'm not the only one like my friends now we weren't friends at the time because we didn't know each other yet but they always tell me their stories of like they all met up on the weekend it closed and they went to it one final time and like the community was like it was devastated when they found out the dot two experience was going to close and this was in 2017 so it wasn't long after the trip that I'd just taken and I said to my mum, um, can we go back to the Dot 2 experience? And she was like, I suppose, but why? We've just been, basically. And I was like, well, it's closing. And I, I must have been, like, I don't believe in luck. I just think it's just chance. But that weekend we went there, because we didn't have the internet, like, at all. So we couldn't book tickets online. So we went to Cardiff on a whim, not knowing what we were going to get tickets. We didn't know how busy it was going to be. And the queue was like to the Bay, Bay Area. And those of you who know Cardiff, um, like the Doctor Experience was located near the BBC studios. So it was a long queue. Uh, <laughs> luckily, I got, got everyone up and out of bed on time. Um before it opened and we got the last tickets for that day like obviously people had books beforehand but we got the last tickets you could buy on the door of that day and honestly like at the time I didn't realize how lucky that actually was but if I would if I'd have missed that I'd have been so sad and because we went the weekend, not the weekend it closed, but the weekend before it closed. Um, and yeah, it was just like, it was experiencing it all again. But because it was closing, they put every single prop they had, every single set they had. It was literally, it was rammed full of Doctor Who props. And from the new series too, that just come out. It was Capaldi's last series, I think it was. So they had, like, stuff from series 10, which is one of my favourite series. So seeing all that was incredible. And it was like experiencing it all from scratch all over again. But it was so sad that day. Like, I remember being, like, I was so happy that I got to see it, but it was just so sad that it was closing. And I still get really emotional now, like, thinking back about it. So that basically brings me up to where I am now. So if you guys have watched the show, you know that there was something called the Doctor Who Confidential and that was behind the scenes. And that has basically inspired me to do what I am now. I'm at university studying film production because of Doctor Who. I have met so many incredible people. I've had so many unique opportunities that I would never have dreamed of because of Doctor Who. So when people say, Millie, you need to get over yourself, it's just a TV show. Like, it's not. It's my whole life and it has shaped me into the person that I am today. And I will be forever be grateful for the show and I will forever be in love with Doctor Who. And obviously I have way more Dot 2 stories to tell, but I could literally be talking for the next 50 years. I would literally be talking until the 100th anniversary of Doctor Who, which isn't that far away now, which is kind of terrifying because I remember the 50th like it was yesterday. But anyway, 
Um, so yeah, I'm going to wrap this episode up now. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed my technically first episode of the podcast. And yeah, if you, I don't know if you can comment on these things. Um, I haven't done any research on this. This is literally the thing that I've done on a whim. It is now 7am in the morning. I still haven't slept yet, so I'm going to go to bed. Um, if I really don't know, do you follow or subscribe? Whatever it is, if you can do it, please do it. It would help this recording out a lot. This is so weird to say. I'm so used to YouTube. <laughs> um, anyway... Thank you guys so, so much, so, so, so much for listening and I hope to hear you in the next one, I think. I don't know. Podcast. Ah. <laughs> Till the next one. Geronimo.